Dad, I'm broke. Hey, broke. I'm Dad. Dad. Okay, don't you have cash saved up from babysitting? No, I spent it. I want my own bank account from S&T Bank. They offer free ATMs, Zelle, and an annual scholarship. Plus, when I open a Smart Start checking account, I get $100. See? I'm responsible. Hey, responsible. I'm Dad. Visit stbank.com slash smartstart for details. Bonus available July 1st through September 30th, 2022. Opening deposit balance of $50 required. Member FDIC. In 1972, Title IX was signed into law. This prohibited discrimination based on sex and changed the game for girls and women in sports across the nation. To learn more, the Greater Columbus Sports Commission and iHeartRadio invite you to listen to the new podcast, Starting Nine Up. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with the Columbus Connection. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or your favorite podcast platform. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And uh, I'm not alone in studio with me is, uh, who are are you today? John C. Hopwood. John C. Hopwood. C for czar. Oh, wow, yes. Czar John. Yes. Czar, of course, spelled C-Z-A-R. I don't know. C-Z-A-R. That's what I said. I thought you said T S A R. No. I thought you you're, are you teasing but me? But that is also Czar. You're right. So and you say Czar John in Russian. Do you know how? How? Czar John. Czar John. 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 Like a D and a J sound. John. 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 I I can't. Not John. I can't even roll my R. John. Who makes up these languages? John. It's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the number to call today, of course, is 603-250-6007. It is. 603-250-6007. Hello to Michael Alber, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. And what is the number if they happen to be calling from Africa? Uh, then you have to dial a one first for the country code. Just one? I think so. Isn't our country code one? A the dean? U.S. country code? A dean? Huh? A dean. What's a dean? One. Oh. One is the loneliest number. From what I understand. Oh, duh. Uh, let's see. Oh, of course, you can also send a text to 617-917-4476. Oh, I think we already have a call. And then uh, after this, we'll get into the excitement. Oh, my goodness. What's that? Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hello? Mike Doyle. I think we've been pocket dialed. In the car? It sounds like we've been pocket dialed. Well, you did mention seven or eight inches. I did, yes. It might be someone's a little excited. A little excited to talk to you. Hello to uh, Chris Rose, who uh, joins Hello. us online. Hello. 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 Hey, it's it's Wednesday, not Thursday. Did Hello. I say Thursday? I did say Thursday, didn't I? You're right. It's Wednesday. You did say Thursday. It's Prince Spaghetti Day. I apologize. Yes, it is Wednesday. <laughs> it all blurs together in the Have era of Trump. Show. All right. Thank you very much. Hello. Oh, no. that's That part's over. I did say Thursday, didn't I? Oh, my goodness. And there's all these sirens. Oh, my goodness. Sirens. Wow. That's, I was with a siren today. That's actually a lot of sirens. Right across the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you mean? Elizabeth Rupp. Uh, oh. We have coffee right over there. The acupunk. Yes. How, yeah. how is she? The registrar of probate. 
Yeah, yes, she is. That's right. And not the mistake, prostate or anything like that. Because I think there is a local politician who's the register of pro prostate. Well, but, uh, somebody we don't talk to. about that type of stuff. Well, all I can say is I hope he's gloved. Hmm, that would be a good show. His name ungloved. Oh, right, right, oh, yeah. yeah. Like if I ever held that office, I could be you know Matt Connerton ungloved. Would you? Check prostates ungloved. No, there has to be some ethics. No, but during the... the show, like because if I'm if if I'm not checking prostates while I'm live on the air, then while I'm on the air, I'm ungloved. Oh yes, right. Duh, duh. But when I would be off the air, I would wear gloves at all time. It would be my civic duty. For your Mickey Mouse look to, you know, to match the shorts. Well, I suppose. Yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah, I'd never even really considered running for public office until now. That's I didn't know not, that was a thing. That's not true. I don't know if I really want to do that, though, with my fingers. Wearing you know, the kid gloves? I don't know if I want to put my fingers in places like that. Would you use kid gloves? I would. Yellow or white? As a possessor of a prostate myself, I would prefer kid gloves. Pig skin or calf? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Wouldn't that add a significant, you know, significantly to the circumference of your... Finger, your digit. Uh, I would imagine I would, uh, and these are things I would have to consider before I throw my hat into the ring, uh, so to speak. Yeah, yikes! Or my gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, so we or have something. Your trial. Uh, or, or oh my goodness! Well, we have something. Uh, oh, now, now there's honking horns on top of the uh, sirens now. So they we want have, to see you drop trial. Well, who doesn't? Well, it's not that not, kind not of show. They don't want you at Creamland anymore. Not, no, that's true. I am not the Creamland pooper, as I think we established yeah, the other day. Yeah, you have been day. banned. I have been banned, yes. Yeah. Unless, you know, your significant other thinks you want a, a leash. Yeah, that, that was the stipulation, yes. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, I'm, but I'm unleashed. That might, yeah. Hey, that's true. Yes. Ever since you gave up the BDSM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually know what that is. Yeah. The only reason I even... You should. <laughs> the only reason I even know what that is is because of a conversation, and we won't say who, but... Right, the pleasure A, a conversation that we had off-air a, a, a few minutes ago uh, about yes. uh, someone who, who taught me what these terms mean. Uh, she taught the world. And... Uh, and or in, attempted to. And, and was the uh, first person to ever say to me that I was uh, very vanilla, which I am. Plain vanilla or... Because vanilla bean, you know, just is, vanilla. can be exciting. Just vanilla. I'm very vanilla. Not even, she didn't even say plain? No, she said vanilla. That's a, that, that was insulting. <laughs> I didn't really... I didn't really care either way. I didn't, uh, you know... Well, I, technically, as a Yeti, you you only can manage one position. That's actually yeah, true. That's but, uh, that's a, a true stereotype oh, yeah. of uh, of us. But uh, us Yetis. But uh, we have... Uh, a, Something very exciting for everyone. We are going to uh, do a performance. You we have, are. You have it on your phone, correct? We are. We're going to perform. Yes. We're going to perform for all of you today, and we won't be taking any calls during the performance. This must not be interrupted. Um, uh, we will perform the transcript. It won't take very long. It's only five pages. Uh, uh, Mr. Hopwood will be uh, playing the part of uh, Zelensky, the Ukrainian president da. and comedian. Da. da. Have I been spelling his name wrong or is his name spelled wrong on the transcript? No, it's, t- it's two Y's. Oh, there's two Y's. I've been spelling his name wrong. Two Y's. Like I said earlier, who makes up these languages? That's crazy to me. 
two Y's. So it's like Zelensky. Zelensky. Yes. And uh, so John will be playing the part of Zelensky. Zelensky. I cannot do accents worth a damn. So I will be playing the part of Trump. Uh, now, uh, you are all forewarned. Uh, my Trump impression is awful. However, for those of you watching on the Facebook, I will try to compensate for that by doing the the uh, Trump hand motions while I speak. You know, that, that right, kind of Matt, flipper thing that he does. I have been a stage director. Yes. So I once uh, uh, directed a uh, stage performance. Yes. Where women were playing men, and I told them as... You know, they perambulated on the stage, these lesbians. What does the word perambulate mean? Walked. Okay. So imagine there was something between their legs or thighs, if you will. Sure. I won't say exactly what it was because this isn't Matt Covington uncut. Correct, you know, at yes. 3 a.m. Right, whatever. right, yes. But I want you to imagine something similar, mm-hmm. even though, you know, you do know what it's like, even though your anatomy is slightly different and you're a little higher than your normal, you know, homo sapiens. I am uncut, so I, I know what it's like to have everything, yes. I want you to imagine, like, somewhere in your solar plexus, mm-hmm. there's this heavy ball. It could be lead. or mm. Imagine it like a cannonball. Because okay, got a Trump cannonball. Trump is very martial. Okay. And just, now, imagine you have that in your solar plexus. Now it's going to sag down. Sag to down. Where the can- you remember uh, the story about the woman who saved herself? From the roadside camel by biting it on the testicles. Oh. So it's yes. sagging down towards right. your testicles. Right. This so. is the weight you have. Right, right. To play Trump. Right, okay. okay. Just imagine is... sagging lead ball or cannonball somewhere, right. you know, below your... I can imagine that. Okay. I think that'll help tremendously, hugely. All right. This is huge. 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 It'll be huge. Huge. Uh, Michael Albert says, uh, hi, drama. This should be a musical. Where is Robert Dion? And, uh, Who's Robert Dion? Is he? I don't uh, know. Or I know it, there are seven Dion. Or is it Dion? Robert Dion. Oh, Robert Dion from, uh, he hosts a show on WMNH, uh, Under the Stage Door or something? Under the Stage Door. No, that's stage not it, is it? Door. The Majestic Theater. We were walking around Where did I get a stitch on. Where did I get Under the Stage Door? Uh, and, uh... You did, did you poop under the stage oh, door? Oh, Robert Dion is in the Facebook live chat. Am I correct, Robert? Is is this the same Robert Dion? I'm going to click his profile to see. <laughs> yeah, he hosts a, a bi-weekly show on here, if it's the same... Bi-weekly? If, if I have the correct uh, gentleman. Uh... Oh, no, that's not him. Is that him? I think that you're having some nerves now about performing... So let's go back to. So I don't think I've ever met him. You have a ball. Okay, hanging, right. right. I have a ball. So like, yes. And it's hanging down. Yes, it's hanging down. It's tremendous. There you go. It's huge. huge. I got a huge. Yeah, you. Go. I got a huge ball. It's hanging. It's tremendous. And it's hanging. It's and hanging down. down. It's swaying. You're always conscious of it. I'm very obese, even though the White House doctor says I'm not. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, well, you have the first. Uh, <laughs> I have the first line. Okay. This is, so uh, this is uh, the Ukrainian call from July 25th, 9.03 to 9.33 a.m. Eastern. Okay. <clears throat> Congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States, and you did a terrific job. 
the way you came from behind, somebody who wasn't given much of a chance, and you ended up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. <laughs> you are absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big, and we worked hard for this. We worked a lot. But I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge, and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, da, it is true that these were unique elections. We were in a unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I am able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me, then I won my presidential election. And the second time you are now calling me, then my party won the parliamentary election. I think I should run more often. So you can call me more often, and we can talk over the phone more often. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, da, da. Yes, to tell you the truth, we are trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. Ha, 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 ha. The epic marches and all that, yeah. <laughs> That was a thought balloon added by John Hopwood, by the way. That doesn't appear in the transcript. It was tremendous. We brought in many new people. Not the old politicians. Not like the Sleepy Joes. Uh-oh. <laughs> hit the wrong button. We can add that the Sleepy Joe was uh, not there either. Oh, right. But, you know, this is what you call... Fake news, yes. right? Poetic yeah. lies. I can, yeah. I can feel like um, Mike Doyle yeah. getting ready to get the knives out. Yes. We brought in many new people, not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format and a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us, and in that. Well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time, much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk, and I think it's something that should really you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look at. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's reciprocal necessarily, because things are happening that are not good. Not good. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. Dad, uh, yes, you are absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1,000%. And I can tell you the following. I did talk to Angela Merkel, and I did meet with her. I also met and talked with Macron. And I told them 
that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with these sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not. Imagine your new bathroom. A sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels working as much as they should work for Ukraine. It turns out that even though, logically, the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically, the United States is much bigger partner than the European Union. And I'm very grateful to you for that. Because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine. Much more than European Union. Especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation. I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next steps specifically. We are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people, the server. They say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of things that went on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the Attorney General call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. An incompetent performance, but they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's a very important that you do it, if that's possible. Ah, yes, it is very important for me, and everything that you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important, and we are open for any future cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation in relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I just recalled our ambassador from the United States, and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work, or work, hard <laughs> on making sure that our two nations are getting closer. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and you're confident and have personal relations with you. Mm. <laughs> with you. So we can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently. 
and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. I just wanted to assure you once again that you have nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. <laughs> we are great friends. And you, Mr. President, have friends in our country. So we can continue our strategic partnership. I also plan to surround myself with great people. And in addition to that investigation, I guarantee, as the president of Ukraine, that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly. That I can assure you. Good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who is very good, and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that. The way they shut your very good prosecutor down and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you along with the attorney general. Rudy very much knows what's happening and he is a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that would be great. The news and the people she was dealing with in the Ukraine were bad news. So I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out, and that's so. Whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Oh, I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. <laughs> First of all, I understand and I'm knowledgeable about the situation. Since we have won the absolute majority in our parliament, the next prosecutor, General will be 100% my person, my candidate, who will be approved by the parliament and will start as a new prosecutor in September. He or she will look into the situation, specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue of making sure to restore the honesty. So we will take care of that and will work on the investigation of the case. On top of that, I would kindly ask you if you have any additional information that you can provide to us. It would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice in our country with regard to the ambassador 
to the United States from Ukraine. As far as I recall, her name was Ivanovich. <laughs> it was great that you were the first one who told me that she was a bad ambassadoress. Because I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best. As she admired the previous president. And she was on his side. She would not accept me as a new president. Well enough. Well, she's going to have to go through some things. I will have Mr. Giuliani give you a call. And I'm also going to have Attorney General Barr call you. And we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you will figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly, and he was a very fair prosecutor. So good luck with everything. Your economy is going to get better and better, I predict. You have a lot of assets. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. Ah, I would like to tell you that I also have quite a few Ukrainian friends. That live in the United States. Actually, last time I traveled to the United States, I stayed in New York, near Central Park. And I stayed at the Trump Tower. I will talk to them, and I hope to see them again in the future. I also wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States. Specifically... Washington, D.C. On the other hand, I also want to assure you that we will be very serious about the case and will work on the investigation. As to the economy, there is much potential for our two countries. And one of the issues that is very important for Ukraine is energy independence. I believe we can be very successful and cooperating on energy independence with United States. We are already working on cooperation via buying American oil. But I am very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better. I would like to thank you very much for your support. Good. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. I will tell Rudy and Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you would like to come to the White House... Feel free to call. Give us a date, and we'll work that out. I look forward to seeing you. Ah, uh, thank you very much. I would be very happy to come and would be happy to meet with you personally and get to know you better. I am looking forward to our meeting. And I also would like to invite you to visit Ukraine. And come to the city of Kiev, which is a beautiful city. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we have a, 
a beautiful country. Which would welcome you. On the other hand, I believe that on September 1, we will be in Berlin, and we can meet in Berlin, hopefully. After that, it might be very good idea for you to travel to Ukraine. We can either take my plane and go to Ukraine, or we can take your plane, which is probably much better than mine. Okay, we can work that out. I look forward to seeing you in Washington and maybe in Poland because I think we are going to be there at that time. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. President. Congratulations on a fantastic job you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so of an upset, but congratulations. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. President. And scene. There you go. There's the, uh, there it is. The transcript. I wished I'd had some water. <laughs> I know. I, I felt, I, I was feeling bad for you. Well, I, I have to say this, though. You really threw yourself into the role. Well, that's, you know, what the hell. Yes, yes. Now, does he actually speak like that, or is that just what you imagine him <laughs> to speak like? Actually, I wanted to do Peter Sellers, but it didn't come out that way. Oh, okay. And it's Dr. Strangelove. Yes, yes. Oh, I got this out when I was at the VA. Mm. Oh, something to suck on. Oh, there you go. Well, it's a good no, thing you got that, huh? Kind of like Donald Trump and his sour uh, eggs. Yes, yes. By the way, the phone line is open. Now that we've uh, done our performance, we will uh, take calls, uh, 603-250-6007. It was tender and very touching, I think. To, it's like a bromance. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're besties. I mean, clearly, uh, Zelensky is uh, very, very grateful and appreciative of the president. Well, he modeled himself after the president. After all, he was an actor and a screenwriter hmm. that played the president of Ukraine on a TV show for several years and never even campaigned. It was a virtual campaign. Yes, yes. And uh, rousing success, 73% uh, in the second round. Absolutely. So these two seem to be, you know, buddies. Yes, indeed. Um, So we have, uh, oh, so we have some uh, Facebook uh, live activity. Michael Albert says the Ukrainian president is as bad as Trump. The U.S. president calls him to congratulate him, and he doesn't say thank you. He makes it all about him, uh, as is typical of uh, Trump. Michael Albert, oh, who, by the way, is a top fan, has top fan status. Uh, reading this, it's like the weirdest phone conversation in the history of phone conversations. Uh, now this is a matter of public record. This should be performed in town squares across the country, like the Lincoln-Douglas debates. Oh, I like that idea. Uh, Joel the Moose Elber, uh, who is a uh, who or who will be a candidate for a state rep up in Concord, uh, joins us in the uh, Facebook live chat Joel, as well. Joel, why don't you get back to me? Well, maybe he... Um, why, do you want to be his campaign manager again? I was up at his house today. Oh, you were? Oh. I was up at the federal court covering the Bible uh, hearing. Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. How do I know? Bye. Oh. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. 
Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. June 23, 1972, the world of women's sports changed forever. Now, 50 years after Title IX became law, we're celebrating with a podcast dedicated to women's stories, where we'll examine and amplify women who changed the face of sports as we know it today. Listen and subscribe to Starting Nine Up, a Title IX podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX with nine stories about girls and women's sports with a Columbus connection. The Bible told tells me so. Tells, tells me. Is it tells me so or me so. told me so? How do to- I know the Bible? Is it told me or t- I can't remember. See, now. I'm not sure either. Yeah. We'll know. have to look it up. We can sing it. Yes. Yes. Once I well, get my voice back. So what do you, uh, so now that you are familiar with the transcript, what are your uh, thoughts? Well, just a bunch of the same old bully, bull, bull. Oh, because yesterday you were like, uh. You're all excited about, you're all amped up about them uh, moving forward with the impeachment inquiry. I am. You still are? Yes. Okay. But not because of this? Well, the Senate voted unanimously to uh, have the uh, whistleblower report delivered to them. That surprised me. Which is a big blow uh, against the uh, uh, Trump cult. Right. Yeah, that actually surprised me that uh, that they voted in it a did. Bar- bipartisan manner. It did, yes. It did. Hmm. It did. It really did. It really did. I think it's too late for this year, but for next year, we should uh, submit uh, the uh, performance of the transcript for the uh, the Granite Mike Awards. Why not? Yes. Do you think I sh- should I run for the presidency or the United States Senate in 2020? Maybe I should run for both. Well, you could just run for both, right? You can be on the ballot for both in New Hampshire, can't you? Well, it costs $1,000 to run for president. Hmm. But they have an exemption if you're a pauper. But uh, Bill Gardner and the Secretary of State's office won't uh, tell me what that exemption is. Because uh, I guess if uh, it became widely known, there could be like a, more candidates than ran for the governor uh, of uh, California during the great uh, recall of 2003 or whatever. Oh, Gray Davis, uh, when they recalled Gray Davis. I remember that. And uh, elected Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. I always regret I didn't vote for Anybody but Gray Davis. Right. I could say Gary, was it, who's the little midget that ran? Gary Coleman. I don't think, Gary Coleman? I don't think we're allowed to say midget anymore. The uh, cha- vertically challenged person. Oh, are you thinking, or is it Vern Troyer who ran? Well, it was a prostitute who ran, a madam. Well, there was Mary Carey, the porn star. Oh, that, that wasn't but, are, a madam? Too? But you're, you're, are you thinking of actual candidates, or are you thinking of that game show Comedy Central did, who wants to be governor of California? No, I'm thinking of the, I actually oh. voted. There was 200 oh, okay. some odd names. Oh, I know. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Because Mary Not Carey really. Mary Carey won that. She won the, the game show for who wants to be governor of California. Wasn't Gary Coleman a, uh, a, a Caucasian taller actor that was in, uh, you know, mid middling uh, actor? No, Gary Coleman was on different strokes. He was the midget? He's the one who said, I mean, the well, wasn't a midget. He was just very short. He's the one who would say, what you talking about, Willis? Fred Bonick joins us in the uh, Facebook live chat. I, I, I just see Fred's name now. I fear that he might have missed our uh, our award-winning, I'll just uh, say it in advance, our award-winning performance of the transcript. Do you think that uh, he'll be able to see it in any other venue? Of course. And what would that venue be? 
Oh, you mean our performance? Aye. Well, it's it's on Facebook. It'll be on YouTube. And, of course, it will be uh, available at WMNHradio.org. But I think it's important that people not only uh, listen to it, but view it. Because, you know, it's important that they see my... Because my impression of Trump is terrible. So I try to make up for it with the hand motions. And, of course, uh, you... Uh, I mean, you really threw yourself into the role of Zelensky. So I think people need to see you, see your face as you're speaking the dialogue. Because you were, like, turning red and everything. I mean, it was remarkable. Uh, Gary Coleman was a dwarf. He was, technically? A dwarf is having an adult height under 147 centimeters. Mm. Four foot ten. I didn't think he was technically a dwarf. He, Gary Coleman was a dwarf. Are we supposed to say that anymore? Aren't we supposed to say, like, dwarf and American or something? I, I feel like we're not supposed to say dwarf. Well, a midget is somebody that's tiny but perfectly formed. Dwarves have uh, problems. So now this says a midget is any adult height, four foot ten. So I guess technically he, it was a midget. Oh, okay. There was a great character actor called Michael Dunn in the 60s and 70s. Fans of uh, the Wild Wild West will remember him. Mm. And he got nominated for an Oscar, too. And... Uh, he was a dwarf, you know, he had a chest, and he had problems, and he's con- he lived in constant pain. And it's remarkable that he had the career he did, because he's also on stage, he had a remarkable singing voice, and he died, like, in his late 30s, which is common. Yeah, they, Dwarfism right. is they don't live long. like yeah. a genetic condition, yeah. and it's part, the small statue is just part of it. Yeah. Where being a midget, just, you're just tiny. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Albert says the only other president that that phone conversation reminds me of is Nixon, though Nixon was better at keeping his personal opinions to himself and uh, dis- and, yeah. and, and dissembling. Uh, Trump also has less than half the intelligence of Nixon. I think that's fair. Also, uh, Trump didn't say anything uh, anti-Semitic during his call. And he also didn't F-bomb or say anything filthy. Right. Yes. Nixon uh, had a bit of a potty mouth. Right. Yes. Yes. But uh, but I do think it's also true what uh, Michael said about uh, Trump having uh, less than half the intelligence. That might be generous, actually. So, Richard Milhouse Nixon's IQ was estimated as one fifty five, which doesn't mean much. Yeah, Kennedy John Kennedy actually had a IQ test, which is one nineteen. Yeah, but these are hoaxes. Yeah, I you mean, know, nobody really knows, right? You, you of know course, what, yeah. what anybody's IQ was, right? Right. You know? Yeah. Um. So Politico has this thing where they they take a few, you know, because today obviously uh, in media, um, you know, all the Democrats are saying, you know, this is this is a smoking gun. Trump uh, clearly uh, there was a quid pro quo and so forth, and of course all the Republicans are saying, no, this is more fake news, and Trump didn't do anything wrong here. So, um, Natasha Bertrand, whom I love, uh, has this on Politico where she kind of breaks down a few of the key moments in their conversation uh, based on the transcript. So, the first uh, category here is the setup. So, this is where the president says, well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a lot of effort and a lot of time. And that's, you know, presumably referring to the aid, you know, the military uh, propping up and, uh, and so forth. Uh, we spend a lot of effort and a lot of time, much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. All they do is talk, and I think it's something 
you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries don't do anything, et cetera. Okay. Oh, and then he says, um, I wouldn't say it's a reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good. But the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. So um, Bertrand's analysis is here Trump starts out his call with Zelensky by emphasizing how much the U.S. spends on Ukraine and implying that the country is dependent on that aid because Europe is doing isn't doing its fair share. Um, and she says the EU has actually provided more than sixteen and a half billion to Ukraine since 2014. Wow. Uh, by saying that the U.S. has been very, very good to Ukraine. Trump seems to be setting up a power dynamic and establishing leverage that he uses later in the call to ask Zelensky for a quote-unquote favor. Uh, Next, tanks and thanks. Uh, So let's see. Uh, Oh, so Zelensky says to him, I would also, to Trump, I would also like to thank you for your great support in the area of defense. Uh, We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next step. Specifically, we are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. So here, and again, this is Bertrand's analysis, Zelensky here references the U.S. provision of American-made anti-tank missile systems to Ukraine last year. Ukraine had lobbied hard to Western officials for more weapons and non-lethal aid to combat Russian aggression in eastern Ukraine, and the weapons were finally delivered in April 2018. Zelensky says Ukraine is ready to buy more javelins and was not aware at this point that Trump had ordered $250 million worth of military assistance aid to be withheld from Ukraine just days before his call. So the next category is the big ask. So this is where Trump says, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike. I guess you have one of your wealthy people. Uh, The server, they say Ukraine has it. There are a lot of things that went on. Um, So Bertrand says... Immediately after Zelensky mentions U.S. defense aid, Trump directly asks Zelensky for a, quote, favor, indicating such aid may be dependent upon Zelensky's compliance. Yes. He launches into that. that, Yeah, that's I mean, that's how I would read it as well. He launches into a request that Ukraine investigate the cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike which is a cool name, you got to admit, that determined the Democratic National Committee had been hacked by Russia. This is a recurring obsession for Trump, the fact that the DNC did not provide its server to the FBI to examine independently. Trump told the AP in 2017 he thought CrowdStrike was Ukraine-based and, quote, owned by a very rich Ukrainian. The firm was actually founded by a Russian-American, Dmitry Alperovich, I'm sure I said that wrong, and is based in Sunnyvale, California. Mm. Um, Michael Albert says, isn't throwing the European Union and Angela Merkel under the bus bad enough? Yeah, it's kind of crappy. <laughs> and uh, Michael Albert says, there's the smoking gun when Trump says, I would like you to do us a favor. I mean, there's, there, are, um, there are other people who, uh, 
who talk like that, you know, who, who uh, I mean, I'm not. Uh, well, one of the problems with Zelensky was he's an actor on a TV show, and he ran with no policy, uh, no real statements on policy, and he didn't, uh, when he became president, I think, in April, he hadn't picked uh, defense and a foreign minister. Nobody really knew what he was about. Putin and Medvedev, who was the former president of Russia, is now the foreign secretary, where a deal came down hard on him saying that he's probably just going to make the same errors mm-hmm. as the previous regime. And in the Mueller report, when you get to Manafort, was the connection there was Russia is trying to get the United States to de facto recognize that eastern Ukraine is its sphere of influence, mm-hmm. you know, including taking, you know, the cream, Crimea, Crimea, whatever you want to call it. And, uh, yeah, so Ukraine, Manafort was always one of the chief lobbyists for Ukraine. He was when, uh, in 2008, when uh, the ghost of John McCain, before he became a ghost, was running for president of the United States. Hey, do you have the bathroom key? Oh, yeah. You do? Okay, good. That's fine. I just wanted to make sure I knew where it was. I just noticed it wasn't on the wall. Okay. No, that's fine. Uh, Michael Albert said in the Facebook live chat, this is uh, uh, from Vito Corleone, of course, from The Godfather, where he said, Good, someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service yeah. for me. But until that day, accept this justice as a gift on my daughter's wedding day. I think my Vito Corleone impression is even worse than my Trump uh, impression, so I apologize. When did they uh, flip you? Tell me. Don't lie. Oh, I, I don't know why that played. Whoops. But Zelensky's between a rock and a hard place, to use a uh, southern United States term, which might yes. be universal, because he's got Putin on one side and he's got a possible Putin agent of influence on the other. Right, right. And in order for him to keep eastern Ukraine, he needs uh, Western aid, specifically like from the United States, if the European Union is not forthcoming. Mm-hmm. And since... <coughs> Nearly 40% of the energy to the European Union, including Germany, comes from Russia. You know, that gives Putin quite a uh, uh, influence over policy. Because when he became president, uh, Zelensky was saying, oh, he's going to hold a referendum on NATO and uh, European Union, the membership. Yeah. And those who considered particularly a NATO membership be an act of war. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not literally an act of war. It's close right. as you can get yeah. to Putin. So, you know, you're basically having the Don Vito Trump. Right. Yeah, yeah. And this isn't the Turk, you know. Uh, they're <laughs> in the oil, in the, it's a Genco oil company. Right. He, he's got to kiss his uh, orange behind. Absolutely. This being made ain't working out the way I thought it would. So then... Uh, a lot of responsibilities. So this next part from Bertrand's analysis. So this is bringing in Barr, which this part actually kind of surprised me. So Trump said there are a lot of things that went on, the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of the same people. I would like to have the attorney general call you or your people, and I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller. Mueller, who was investigating through Manafort the Putin-Ukraine connection. Right. An incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, 
it's very important that you do it if that's possible. So Bertrand says, this is a new revelation. It hadn't been previously reported that Trump tried to get Attorney General William Barr involved. Like uh, I said, I was, sur- is I was surprised. Beyond the pale. Yeah. And I hear, were you the one who revealed that uh, some people are pressing for Giuliani to be disbarred? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, a bunch of uh, former prosecutors that have signed on to a letter saying that he should be disbarred, yeah. It's disgraceful. So Bertrand says, so this would indicate that the president tried to put the weight of the Justice Department behind an investigation of his biggest political rival. That, to me, that's a big smoking gun right there. It wouldn't be the first time. Trump has mused openly about getting the Justice Department to investigate Hillary Clinton, Jim Comey, and various other foes. But it raises more questions about why the Justice Department advised the Director of National Intelligence to withhold from Congress a whistleblower complaint that reportedly centers around a call in which Barr is explicitly named. Mm. You know, it's interesting uh, when you think about, uh, they're talking about Poland, and of course there was meeting in Poland. But you have to understand, to a Russian or a Ukrainian, even my friend uh, who was on our uh, two shows, Victoria Antonova, who's in her 30s, uh, she once called me up on the uh, Victory Europe Day, VE Day, in tears. And, you know, she was born 25 years after the war, 35 years after the war ended. And she's crying about World War II, which, you know, uh, I grew up, my father was a World War II veteran, and I grew up watching World War II and cowboy shows or everything in the mm-hmm. 60s. I mean, there were other shows, but what's a kid going to watch? Right. And uh, it's so – it's like foreign history, and uh, it's another era. It might as well be almost like the Civil War. But to Russians and I'd say Ukrainians, that is still very live to this day because of the tremendous losses – to the population. So you can't mention Poland without thinking of what happened in 1939, where two of the worst dictators the world's ever known, two of the worst mass killers, Hitler and Stalin, had a pact and then carved the country up. Talk about between a rock and a hard place. You don't have World War II starting on, what is it, September 1st, 1939, without the uh, Russo-German pact, you know, non-aggression pact. You know, Hitler goes in, takes... uh, Western Poland, and then uh, Stalin, two weeks later, takes Eastern Poland. Eastern Poland is no longer part of Poland. It's part of uh, Belarus and Ukraine, Western Mm -hmm. Ukraine. I mean, those were parts of Poland. Right. So when you're talking about Poland, there is the hard, you know, concrete thing. There's a meeting in Poland. But then there's Poland. The entire war started. Because I remember Bill Clinton justifying military intervention in Kosovo by bringing up what happened in Sarajevo in 1914, which yeah. is the tiny country in that area, which Serbia starts a World War One, mm-hmm. and he's determined it's not going to start World War Three or whatever. Right. So, but, you know, this is in kind, if not degree, you know, here's a guy stuck like the, like the 1939 Polish government. Right. <laughs> with, uh, you know, yeah. no guarantee, you know, trying to get guarantees yeah. from somebody against Hitler. They know Hitler, but, uh, yeah. So you mentioned uh, Rudy a moment ago. So the next part of this in Bertrand's analysis is introducing Rudy. So uh, Trump says, I will personally tell you that one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine 
and we will meet. Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, Zelensky saying. Yeah, this, this is him saying. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is the president's fixer, his yeah. bag man, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, because Giuliani doesn't. I know all about flipping for 30, 40 years. I've been watching flippers. It it almost ought to be outlawed. Oh, I don't know why that played. Oops. Uh, so Zelensky says, I just wanted to assure you once again uh, that you have nobody but friends around me. I will make sure. So here Zelensky acknowledges what has been reported, that Trump's personal lawyer met with a Zelensky aide recently. Yeah, yeah. Giuliani that was recent. Said, Giuliani said the State Department was involved in setting up that back channel. That it was involved? Or wasn't? That it was. Jesus. And Zelensky stopped short of promising a Biden investigation, but clearly wants to stand on Trump's good side because the U.S. is one of the most important allies in the fight against Russian aggression. So he does not brush it off altogether. Well, it's the top of the hour. We're, there's more to this, but we're going to take a break because I'm getting wheezy. Oh, my allergies have been not kicking sleazy. up. Sleazy? Not well, no. Matt, I will be leaving. I have to go uh, do some painting. Okay. Yes, and we I'm painting a uh, a stunning portrait of uh, ex President Trump as I imagine him on the side of my house. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, I have nothing better to do. Well, know. thank you for joining me for that performance. Uh, I that had a lot of orange paint from the studios of WMNH ninety five point three FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. You are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Uh, Bill Murphy says. I have faith in EZG. Took me eight years after my divorce, and I'm not nearly as good looking as the big EZG. Well, that's, you know, I mean, who among us is as attractive and, and has that uh, animal magnetism of EZG Eric Gagnon? I mean, that, that, that deserves an air horn, uh, Bill Murphy. That's a, a great comment. I mean, you know, as I said to him uh, the day that uh, e- last week, what was it, Wednesday, I think it might have been, the day that EZG was here, it was Wednesday or Thursday, it was like, you know, the, the, there's almost too much sexiness in the room when he's here, you know, because I'm here, right, and, and, and all that I bring, and then EZG's in the room, and it's like an, an overdose of sexy here on the show. It's, it's quite, uh, quite remarkable. It's almost, uh, it's almost overwhelming. It's almost too much, too much sexy. TMS. Oh, I like that. I'm going to trademark that. TMS, too much sexy. Let's see. Uh, my friends, uh, I have to uh, speak. Th- this is a-, a subject that is not sexy at all, but I need to address something. I uh, may have been uh, embroiled in a terrible scandal. Uh, unwittingly, I've-, I've just been pulled into this thing, and it's. Uh, I'm-, I'm very upset about it. I'm, I'm legitimately very upset, and I need to uh, address this. And I did... Uh, post something uh, out about it on Facebook earlier, but uh, I've received uh, several phone calls today about this, and uh, n- none of them uh, made me very happy. Uh, so here's what's going on. So the the root uh, story here, and you may have seen uh, people posting about this on Facebook uh, recently, uh, people around Manchester. This is, um, you know, uh, uh, Creamland, who... Uh, you know, we, we kind of, you know, we, we had a lot of fun with back when, speaking of EZG, when EZG Eric Gagnon was a uh, uh, an employee at Creamland. And, of course, you know, between the morning show and, uh, and this program, uh, we did everything we could to uh, uh, try to get him fired. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. We weren't trying to get him fired, but, but, uh, I, but I don't think any of us would have been shocked if he did. 
get fired. But uh, and he does not actually work there anymore. But I don't think they actually fired him. I think uh, they just um, stopped putting him on the schedule or something. I'm not sure exactly what happened there. I don't know if EZG has ever really explained it. But anyway, <clears throat> so you know, so we had a little fun, you know, and we had the, had this whole uh, rivalry going, you know, Creamland versus Goldenrod. Um, and I've always said, you know, I love that uh, in the same city we have a place called Creamland and a place called Goldenrod. I think that that is uh, funny. Um, but, um, you know, so we had that whole thing. And, you know, uh, <laughs> Peter White at one point was uh, telling Easy G he had to call him Goldenrod Peter, you know, and, and really just kind of trying to, <laughs> you know, like Easy G would say, you know, let's... Uh, Let's have a let's do a live remote from Creamland, you know, because he was trying to impress his bosses and, you know, Peter and, and then I on this show, we'd both say, well, no, actually, let's do a live remote from Goldenrod, the competitor. That would be much better. So we just had a lot of fun with it. And it was all in fun. And, you know, uh, everybody wore Goldenrod shirts um, at one point. You know, they wore them on the morning show and then I wore them. I wore one on this show, you know, just to kind of make uh, Easy G uncomfortable. Uh, and then eventually, you know, we all wore Creamland shirts because it was all in fun. There was no, you know, uh, animosity or anything. It was just, uh, it was just a fun bit, a fun radio bit, you know, and I made my jingles. I made my jingles for Goldenrod where I would sing about how, uh, I really appreciated that Goldenrod has a bathroom because Creamland has no bathroom, but Goldenrod actually has a bathroom. So I would sing about that in the jingle, you know, Goldenrod, I really like that you have your bathroom, unlike Creamland, which doesn't have a bathroom. You know, I don't want to poop in a bucket, you know, things like that. So uh, so we had a, a lot of fun with it. Now, here's where things have taken a serious turn, my friends. I thought this whole thing was behind us. But now, and again, you might have seen people posting on Facebook. In fact, I, I think a certain alderman... Uh, had uh, posted something. I won't say who because we don't discuss local Manchester politics on this program. But uh, but a certain uh, uh, city official, we'll say, uh, elected official, had had posted something about uh, an individual who is now being referred to as the Creamland Pooper. Yes. I don't know why that deserves an air horn, but it just does. The Creamland Pooper. Uh, as this person is known, she, it, it, it appears to be a female in the pictures that were posted online because she is caught on camera going to Creamland and uh, pulling down her pants and apparently defecating on the premises. Now, um, but she's not a customer. Now, I mean, you know, if a customer does it, it's like, well, okay, what do you expect? They don't have a bathroom. But this was apparently not a customer. This was someone committing a malicious act. And uh, we do not condone that, uh, even though I do like Goldenrod much better. But we do not condone that, my friends, on this program or anywhere. I, I think I can safely uh, speak for all of the programs here on WMNH. None of us condone that. It is wrong. It is disgusting. It is unsanitary. And apparently, according to the post that I saw on Reddit that was shared with me by the great Pete Trouble Morse, uh, there is a $100 reward for uh, information leading to the uh, capture of the Creamland pooper so uh, or, or information about and so forth. Apparently, the, the owner at Creamland uh, is very upset, and rightly so. So 
I was going to share the link to the uh, Reddit uh, post about the Creamland pooper. I was going to share it to the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page, but I did not only because one of the pictures of the Creamland pooper, you see the uh, bare backside of the uh, of the woman who is um, photographed. And I thought face. I, I don't want to get uh, banned on Facebook for that picture. They might. Uh, you just never know with Facebook. They might deem that as unacceptable or, or whatever. So I decided not to share it out. Now, if anyone needs that or would like to see it, please private message me, and I will send you the link. Just private message me on Facebook, and I will send you the link. So, um, and thank you again to Pete uh, Trouble Morse for sending that. So, uh, you know, I, I saw this and I was aghast. I, I just, I can't believe someone would do that. That, now this is where the whole thing gets uh, pretty crazy. So, oh, I just got an update. I just got a very interesting, uh, Joe, please, if you can tell me anything more. Oh. Okay. Well, I feel vindicated. If this is, uh, oh, well, good. All right, Joe, thank you for sending me that. I'm going to share that with everyone in a minute. I got to tell them about what happened to me today. But this is a wonderful ending to the story, to the, the to this whole saga, because I, I, I feel totally vindicated, my friends. And I'll tell you why in a minute. We'll get to that. Thank you, Joe. Here's what happened today to me, to me. I guess... I don't know if it's because we did all that stuff and I recorded those jingles and whatnot, but I got harassed today. I received a phone call from a number that I did not recognize. And I shouldn't have picked it up because, you know, very often it's a spam call or whatever, but um, it was a, it was a local number right here in Manchester. But it, it almost doesn't matter anymore because it's so easy to spoof phone numbers, right? You can, you can, uh, make up a number and, and call somebody. And, you know, there's software to do that and whatnot. There's apps where you can do that. So it almost doesn't even matter, right? But I pick up the number and this voice, there's this, I pick up the phone and there's this voice on the other end. And it's, and he, like, it's somebody whispering to me. Like I could barely hear them. Like a couple times I had to say, what? Who is this? What? And they're whispering to me something about, we know it's you, Matt. We know it's you in the pictures. You put on a you 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 put on a costume and a mask. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. 
mask and that's really you. You're the Creamland pooper. This person was accusing me of masquerading as the woman in the pictures, accusing me of being the Creamland pooper. And I, I was like, what? I would not do that. And then, and then they whispered something about, we know, we, we remember all the things you said and how you like Goldenrod better. We know it was you. And I was like, who is this? And then they hung up. It was very mysterious and very, very upsetting. I was, uh, I was verklempt, as I think, uh, Jenny, uh, told me, even though I'm not Jewish, it's okay to, to use that, uh, term. I was just, I was very upset by this. I was shaken. I was like, why is someone accusing me? I mean, that's clearly not me in the pictures. And then, and then I received a series of phone messages. Listen, I'm going to play these for you because what I did is when I got here to the station today, I plugged in my cell phone to the board here and I recorded the calls that I got. I got, I don't have a recording of the first call because that was a live call. I actually picked it up. I have no way to go back and get a recording of it. But then I was like, I'm not answering the phone anymore if it's a number I don't know, right? And then I got three right in a row. I got three calls from three different people just accusing me. Listen to this. I'm going to play this for you. Let's see. I don't know who you think you're fooling over there, Matt Connerton, but we got you. We know you're the Creamland pooper. We got you. And now, can you believe that? Is this like, we know you're the Creamland pooper? It's like, wh- who is it? like? I, and I don't recognize the voice at all. And I'm like, why is someone accusing me? So, okay, so here, here's the next one. End of message. Next message. You know, sending me to your voicemail is not going to change anything, Connerton. I know you are the Creamland pooper. End of message. Next. Can you believe that? Now, that's actually a very, fa- I don't know who it is, but that's a really familiar voice. I can't quite place him. Hmm. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But yeah, that guy's like, uh, you can't fool me. I know you're like, I, what do you mean? You know, like, I have nothing to do with this. I have nothing to do with this. I'll tell you what. Anytime I've used the bathroom ever, uh, I, I'm very, very strict about it. It's, it's. I'm using a porcelain toilet or perhaps the litter box. But uh, if someone's in the bathroom, but uh, but that's it. I would not go to Creamland and and do something like that. That's disgusting. And then I got this third call that was really weird. It's really it's kind of hard to hear this one, but we'll do our best. I might have to turn up the volume on this, but. This one's really, really strange. Next message. Matt, this is Bob. We see you evacuate Bob at Greenland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Greenland super bad. End of message. Uh, that was very distressing to me when I got that. I, I almost contacted the authorities. I don't know who these people are. And, and, uh, but, but again, I have been vindicated. Before I share that with you, um, I did post something earlier too, because I was, I was very upset. So I posted this on Facebook, not on the, uh, not on the Matt Connerton Unleashed page, but on the on my regular page, my, my just regular Matt Connerton page. I said this. I said, why am I receiving anonymous messages accusing me of having something to do with the Creamland pooper? This is disgusting, and I don't appreciate being implicated in this. I'm firmly committed to the principle of pooping only in a toilet or litter box. 
that anyone would suggest otherwise about me is slander, and I won't stand for it. I'll address this further later today. These voicemails I'm receiving have me so upset that I might need Metamucil. That's, I was very, very worked up. You know, I don't, I, I don't take these kinds of accusations lightly. Uh, hello to uh, Steve Pascucci, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. And then, uh, so what do I get for this? Uh, uh, Christopher Penn writes, you know you're the one doing it. Just come clean with a moist towelette and admit it. It's probably one of the people who called me and left me a voicemail. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Christopher Penn. You're a real pal. Lendy Len Kreb- Kreblitz, I just know him as Lendy Len, said, Oh, blank, can't believe some people, the nerve. He didn't say he didn't think it was me. Rocky Huber said, To say Matt Connerton is involved would be a pile of, how can I put this crap, LOL. So thank you, Rocky Huber. Thank you for believing in me. I appreciate that very much. I wish everyone did. And I said that, too. I said, thank you. At least someone believes in me. Besides, even if I were to poop at Creamland, I would at least uh, have the decency to do so in a bucket. And Rocky said, if we think back to the last show EZG was at, he was acting real coy and laughing for no reason at the time. We blamed all those pills he was popping. I now believe it is because he had something to do with this conspiracy. Hmm. Randall Kelly then said, <laughs> no, <clears throat> oh, well, he said no. I think he meant now. This was Randall Kelly's response. Speaking of people who clearly are not on my side in this whole thing, when I've been falsely accused, Randall Kelly said, now you get how the president feels. False accusations are not appealing. And I said, Even Trump has not suffered this level of public humiliation. And Randy said, you're joking, right? And I said, of course not. I don't seem to recall CNN or MSNBC ever reporting that Trump had been pooping at Creamland. Maybe Eric Trump, but never the president. Because if anyone in the Trump family seems like that's, I mean, it'd be Eric, right? Then Randy said, Matt Connerton, you're the drama queen who needed to bring supposed anonymous messages to public opinion. And I said, and if someone accused you of being the Creamland pooper, what would you do? This whole thing has me so stressed out, I'm getting constipated. And then Randy said, Matt Connerton, no one knew if you hadn't said anything. Also, how do you get anonymous messages? You're a drama queen, dude. Do you need attention? No one would know you had not... Uh, had you not looked for sympathy, haha. And then I said, do you know what it's like to be accused of pooping at Creamland? It's like being accused of pooping at other places, except it's Creamland. You just don't understand. So he clearly just did not understand. Oh, boy, anyway. So that's what happened. Now, I'm happy to say that this nightmare is already over. Thank goodness. I have been vindicated. Because the, the uh, uh, Joe just sent me, this is, uh, he forwarded this from the Facebook page of the alderman that I was referring to earlier, whose name I did not mention. Creamland Crapper has been caught because of a tip from this site. 
Manche- uh, Manchester Creamland will not have her arrested, but she had been uh, trespassed, so she can't crap in that spot again. Cost me $100, but worth it. Have a nice night. Well, there you go. There you go. Now, before anyone, you know, thinks that maybe maybe there's something more to it, maybe there's a conspiracy, maybe I'm involved or whatever, I think we can put this to bed. I think we can flush this. Okay? So the the the, the Creamland what he called the Creamland crapper, the Creamland pooper has been caught and I had nothing to do with it and I will thank you all to never bring it up again. And one more air horn for that. There you go. You don't know what I've been through today. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, Easy G. Easy G. Oh, I don't have your uh, I don't have your new theme music queued up. We'll just uh, uh, we'll just do the air horn. I wasn't expecting a call from you today. We can, I thought, we can live without. We I, can live without it. I thought you might be out on a date. <laughs> how'd it go? This, how'd it go this morning with the lovely uh, Priscilla? It went very, very well. It was always fun to meet somebody new. Oh, did, did you feel? Uh, did you, did you feel like you made a little bit of a love connection? Huh? <laughs> did you feel like you made a little bit of a love connection? Uh, she's she's a very nice lady. Oh, did you feel a little chemistry there? Yeah, she wanted everybody to go visit her at work, so I, I went to say hi for like one minute over at work over the. Deli pants and catering over at City Hall Plaza. You ever been there, Matt? I've not, but you went and said hello to her, did you? Got new ownership now. Oh, it's like a little restaurant where you can buy some food and you go eat it on the uh, outside there on the tables. Yeah, by City Hall there. Yeah, al fresco. I think they call that when you eat outside. Right. So, uh, yeah. So, what happened? Tell me more. Tell me more, tell me more. Did you get very far? Well, nothing much as hell. It was just visited for a minute or two. And did you uh, let her be because she's at work? You know, don't want to bother her too much. Did you? Uh, did you like? Don't kinda, want to be a pest. Did you? Did you kind of like wink she's at on the her? Clock. Right, right. Well, yes, of course, yes. So I, you so have I to respect that. She wanted people to come visit, so right. Try to get Peter to come by. I don't know if he went by. He said, "I don't want to make any promises." <laughs> we don't, Peter. I know, I know, Peter. Yes, he doesn't always. Remember what uh, happened with the uh, with the uh, with us uh, with the show there, with, there. with uh, oh Scumpy god. and the Defcon <laughs> show. Yes, yes. Didn't want Scumpy to... there. Oh my god! Right. Yes, yes. Who so, could forget that? So, uh, so what do you what do you think? Do you think you'll uh, do you think you'll stop in and say hello to her another time on another day? A- anything's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll uh, go by there wearing your muscle shirt? Show off the guns a little bit? What? <laughs> do you think you'll do you think you'll go by there uh wearing your muscle shirt, kind of show off the guns a little bit? <laughs> you never know. Oh. <laughs> you never know. Oh, I take it that was as funny a because yes. I saw it today she, she, she I I saw it today she heard me on the show and I I think it was Friday when I called up on the show. She mm-hmm. goes, "Yeah, I heard you." You Ooh. never know who's listening. <laughs> now, but how did she, like when she said that to you? How did she say it? Was she like, "Oh yeah, I, I heard you," or was she like, "I heard you"? 
Well, well Peter asked me all those questions about first date and stuff. I, I you heard all that on the replay. I heard most of it. I ha- I didn't quite hear all of it because I had to shut the the Jeep yeah, off and come up to the the studio. So I missed a little bit, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, now, uh, so did you uh, did you get her number or anything or uh, what? Uh, what's the story? Oh there? no. No. Did, did did you ask? You don't want to scare the girl, you know. You don't want to scare the girl. No, but you have to. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to be. You don't want to act too creepy on the first time you meet somebody. Well, that's that's true, Easy G, and that's probably good advice. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm, okay. But anyways, the uh, I got a quick, quick, quick question now. Change the subject. Mm. Is, is the uh, is Donald Trump in a lot of trouble for that Ukraine thing with Joe Biden? Or is that not one of these things that the Democrats are just trying to get him impeached for? Oh, I mean, I think uh, there definitely seems to be an issue there. Uh, but it's not going to go anywhere. I mean, he is he he is the Teflon Don. I mean, people used to call John Gotti uh, Teflon. I mean, uh, uh, the Teflon Don. But uh, the real Teflon Don is Donald Trump. I mean, nothing. No, nothing sticks to him. It's not going anywhere. I mean, it's it's a problem. But so is a million other things. And it, it in the end, is it doesn't Joe matter. Biden hoping it gets him somewhere. Is that what he's hoping for? Well, I think, you know, I think Trump actually would like to see Biden be the nominee because I think Biden would be a terrible nominee. And I still think Trump's going. I, I do believe, uh, you well, know, don't you think Elizabeth Edwards would make a horrible nominee, too. Elizabeth Edwards is dead. Oh, you mean Elizabeth Warren? I mean, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I think she'd be I think the- any Democrat would be a lousy representative. Well, they're, they're going to have to nominate a Democrat. It's the Democratic Party. Uh, I forget his name, but I heard in the paper. I read, yeah, I heard in the paper. That's a good one. I read in the paper. It's all Cory Booker. He doesn't raise one point seven million dollars. I guess in a, uh, some kind of big money in the next ten days. He, he said he's out. We can only hope. I think he'd be a. I actually think he'd be a strong uh, nominee, but I don't think he has any chance. I mean, the three front runners are Biden, Warren, and Bernie. Um, I think Bernie could have beaten Trump in 2016, I, but I don't see it now. Um, oh, hello to uh, Tony Petrello, who joins us in the Facebook live chat. Um, I, I think I think of the three of them, I think Elizabeth Warren might have the best shot. But I I don't I don't think Bi- I think Biden's a mistake. I think I mean, Biden continues to be the front runner. I mean, you've got three front runners, but he's the front runner of the front runners. But I think it's a mistake. I, I I think his debate performances have shown uh, a, a, a terrible weakness, and I I don't think he he comes out looking good against Trump. I really don't. Well, it's not that important to be a front runner. Uh, I mean, I guess it is right now, but not really because nobody voted. What do you mean? Well, he's a front runner now, but it doesn't really mean anything, does it? Well, not until the primary. New Hampshire primary, first in the right. nation. First in the nation, baby. I wasn't calling. Right. I wasn't calling you, baby. I, I was just drag that on generically. to uh, d- delay the date announcing in- until the last second, so somebody doesn't want to jump on, uh, try to get ahead of us. I know they always probably wait till after January first to announce it. Well, the. Uh... No, that well, seems to be the game they play every four years. Well, yeah, I mean, there's all because other states they keep moving up their their primaries, like like California, right. I know, is always moving up because the earlier you are in the process, the more your so state matters. What's that guy who's been doing it for a long time? I got to announce the date. I think it's Bill Gardner, the 
Secretary yeah, I think this is going to be his last time, I think. Why do you say that, EZG? Well, I don't know, because I heard somebody that somewhere that I think it's a, it's a, it's a 100th, I think it's a 100th anniversary or something. We had the first in the nation or something. That's some crazy number like that, and I'm not quite sure the number, but I think he, he almost got voted out last time. Well, he's, uh, Bill Gardner's been there for a very, very long time. But they were saying that if he gets voted out, the, uh, we might lose the first in the nation. I don't know. I hope not. You know, not, they, not they everyone, saying, uh, uh, We don't deserve the first in the nation because we're all a bunch of white guys, you know, and girls and. I think we deserve it. Some damn of, it! Part of the na- part of the nation, the uh, some of the other kind of states are, are more uh, properly. Uh, I don't know. These are crazy people that say these things. But not me, but right. They're well, saying white people shouldn't deserve deserve the first in the nation. I'm sure you've heard that out there. <laughs> you know, I actually have not, but uh, but like John Hopwood, uh, he complains about the first in the nation primary. He doesn't think that uh, that we should be first because after all. He blames Trump's ascension. Really? He blames the ascension of Trump on the New Hampshire primary, uh, to which I say it wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered what state went first. Trump would have won. If you looked at the polling numbers in 2016, he was well into double digits where everyone else was in single digits. I mean, he was at like 30 percent and people like Jeb Bush were at, you know, five if they were lucky. So I think regardless of who was first, Trump would have won. I don't think that was something unique to New Hampshire. But I love our first in the nation status. It's like. Once every four years, New Hampshire actually matters to the rest of the country, you know? And I think that's great. And it's great for the local economy. It's great for uh, local media. It, it's wonderful. I, I love uh, being first in the nation. Oh, yeah. It's definitely good for New Hampshire, there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. It's great for uh, Dick Still I think we're Notch. definitely going to be a person in the nation, but I don't know what we'll do next time. Who knows? I think if we he's all... He's not in charge. He's been, he's been holding it... Uh, holding it for us for all these years he's been doing it for a long time he has been steadfast in defending that yes i i think we'll always be first because you know other states can always move I think if he was to get uh not be with us anymore if he was to pass away or something crazy like that and because he is an older fella or he loses his seat the uh we might lose the uh position well i hope not you know other states might not be that, might not be that important to the next person other, uh, I think it would be. Other states can always move their primaries up, too. But but then, you know, when other states make theirs earlier and earlier, we just make ours earlier and earlier. So uh, you can't uh, you can't beat the Granite State that way. We, we I believe we will always be first. And I think, we, uh, I think we've earned it. And we're not as white a state as we used to be, so even that's not a valid complaint. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're much more diverse than we were, you know, when I was growing up, uh, EZG. Yeah, this is what crazy people say this stuff. I don't say it, but I've heard it. Right. So, no, I, I believe we will always be first. Maybe I yeah. should run for uh, Secretary well, of State. At least I know where to go to vote now, so I need to get a ride up there next time. So. Oh, that's right. Because you, uh, yeah, because you moved. You ended up in a different ward. Did McDonough you vote? Vo- school. Did you vote in the, the primary last week? The. Local primary? Yeah, I did. Mike Doyle gave me a ride there. Oh, that's right. And did you get a free donut? Where, where do you go to vote? Ward 11. I got a free donut. It was chocolate, and it was oh, delicious. Yeah, it's funny. And I think... But I brought that up to uh, Carol Robidoux. She said, yeah, we should have like a potluck. I heard her Feed saying the people, that. people, you know, for pizza or do something, you know, get people to try to get people to vote. 
I'll tell you what, if it's they were pathetic. giving out... Only 14% of people voted in the primary. It's awful. If they were uh, giving out uh, free pizza, I'd vote more than once. I'd like, uh, I would do like what Trump says they do. Like I'd, I'd come back in a costume and vote again. Oh yeah, there you go. That's All what right, they... I'll let you go. I got time for my dinner. Oh, time for the rest of your show. What are you having for dinner, Easy G? <laughs> for some reason, did you hear that sound? For some reason, whenever Easy G calls, and I really did want to know what he's having for dinner, but since he wouldn't tell us, we'll have to speculate on it. So I think he was probably having a, uh, a frozen uh, a frozen burrito from uh, Walmart and uh, some cottage cheese, which is disgusting. Shame on you for eating that, Easy D. I don't know how anyone eats cottage cheese. I think it's just some of the nastiest nastiest food. I won't eat anything with curds in it. But, uh, oh, we have another call. Let's see. Perhaps this is Easy G calling back to uh, to answer our question. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, that's easy to do again. I apologize. I have trouble with my phone. For some reason, the button that I hang up with is getting worn out, like four years old. It makes a very so strange I sound. Press the button and it doesn't want to hang up. So uh -huh. I apologize. Sometimes it that's all right. Makes that loud noise. What are you What are you having for dinner, EZG? Uh Nothing too exciting. Some uh, rice and some carrots and green beans and maybe uh, some uh, Cheerios. Cheerios, no cottage cheese, correct? Yeah. You, yeah, I was wrong about that. Nothing I, too exciting. I was predicting cottage cheese. So that's what I'm having. That, okay. So I shall have it. Have a good evening. All Hopefully right. The phone will work this time. All right. Thank you, Easy G. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> what is that phone? What is that sound his phone makes when he hangs up? It's fascinating. It's like, uh, it's almost like it's. Like it's not hanging up once; it's it's hanging up like ten times in a row. Like it just keeps hanging up until it's finally hung up. Very very interesting. Uh, oh, Easy G's! I finally pulled up his theme music. Well, you know, wrestlers get theme; they get their entrance music on their way to the ring and as they're leaving the ring. So here it is. That's Easy G's new theme music. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. He's just a sexy boy. He's not your boy toy. That's right. You know, we used to use uh, My Time Is Now, John Cena's theme, but then, uh, you know, Easy G felt it was a little played out. I think that's what the young people say now, right? They say played out. So he wanted something new. So we went with that because that song, I think, really sort of encapsulates the sexiness of Easy G. You know what I mean? So hopefully Priscilla was listening. Yes. I, although I hope, uh, I hope she wasn't listening to the part where Easy G hung up. And his phone made all those uh, terrible noises. That would be highly embarrassing. Let's see. Uh, we are getting to the top of the hour. So I think uh, for once, I'm actually going to uh, take the break on time. And then when we come back, when we come back, we'll talk with uh, Mr. Hopwood, who, who, just, who just entered the studio. I had to take a break.
You have to take a break. Oh, yeah, you see me coming in. I just got a, a message from the Honorable Heidi Hamer. She wants to know what you were doing prancing around in drag around Creamland and dropping trow. Oh, well, maybe we won't take a break. Wait, what? what? I, I, Heidi Hamer this, sent this me is, a, a you know, doing my, this my is, business. This has all been resolved. How dare you? What are you, you talking about? I don't, what were you, in drag the other night? And uh, this is you highly, had to improvise uh, uh, th- this for a is, toilet? This is completely inappropriate. Didn't they have a, I have didn't nothing, they have a kitty box around? I have nothing to do with any of this. Hey, I heard it was, uh, you know, her son lives up near the bowling alley. What does that have to do with anything? Well, that's where how dare you, know, you sir goldenrod is you have come in here and besmirched me and my well, reputation I, I, I hear you besmirched uh uh the parking lot was it the bowling alley or goldenrod well neither what? why would i why would i do, I, I actually like goldenrod why would i besmirch them maybe you got a bad clam maybe you just couldn't reach the uh, head you are getting you know that's Toilet, marine talk, and navy talk for toilet. Mm. Maybe you had a uh, your bowels were in motion and you just couldn't get to the crapper. I, I don't know. How do these things happen, Matt? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't. You, Look at your face; it's screwed up. You're not helping. It's screwed up. It's puckered. It's puckered just yeah. like oh my god! I don't even want to think what it looks like when it's puckered. Obviously, there's I've... guilt feelings. Here. No, no, it's feelings of I've had to deal with this all day. People accusing me. You mean you, it's just not the Honorable Heidi Aimer that's accusing you of being some mad, uh, well, I guess the, we had a mad, I'm going to use a euphemism for it. What would you, what would be the word, defecator, when I was in basic training? Somebody who would take our clothes out of the dryer and defecate on them. And, you know, they called him the mad, well, they didn't use the word defecator, it was more Anglo-Saxony. And, uh... Hey, look, okay, so James... You aren't one of these mad defecators, are you? No, I am not. Yep. And James Gahar, and I apologize, James, if I mispronounce that, he just posted... Isn't it Gahar? I don't know. He just... It's an Armenian name, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. But he, he, just, he just posted on the Facebook, he said, I know the Creamland pooper, and you, sir, are no Creamland pooper. What does Creamland have to do with it? That's where the pooping took place. I you, thought, according to Glenn R. J. Olette, there's pooping taking place all over this you, me- mega megalopolis. You come in here uh, hurling accusations, and you don't even know where the alleged incident took place. <laughs> oh yeah, real funny. I've been dealing with this all day, all day. So you claim that you don't dress in drag? No, I don't. And are you, you sure about that? And even if I did at one time in my life, what, what, why would that matter? What, what does that have to do with anything? I don't know. You could have been when you're, like you're when you're feeling. There used to be a word for happy called gay. You might have been gay and rambunctious. I feel like and, you're judging uh, me. When you're wearing a skirt, you know you don't have to t- unbutton those Mickey Mouse trousers of yours. That's uh, this is all very hurtful. Look, it's it's been resolved. The the Creamland pooper has been caught. Hey, I've seen nothing you to do with her. Scr- I've seen you at the scratching post, buddy. Well, I wasn't, but you didn't see me at Creamland. Well, but what does Creamland have to do with anything? That's where the pooping is. up at the bowling alley. No. You know, you're getting you're lobbing some balls, and then maybe you had a few beers, some French fries. Things got a little queasy. Yeah, you so, don't. Could you imagine traipsing the entire way 
like from the far end of the alleys to the to the to the the men's room. I, I don't I don't trapes. I don't know what you're talking about. Not even when you're in drag. I, I, I don't I don't dress in drag. Not even for Halloween. No, I don't. You've dr- never dressed in drag for Halloween. I have not. In the 726 years you've been around, I have not. You're telling me that when. They were after the Yetis in, at those various times, dating back to the Dark Ages. You never felt like dressing in some humans, a, a gra- human grandmother's nighty. You terribly misunderstand. Like in uh, Little uh, Red, the uh, Riding Hood. You don't. You, you know nothing of uh, of my species. I know that you used to dress at Abercrombie and Fitch, but didn't they go out of business? Yes, they did. They did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, association yeah. with Yetis and Sa- Sasquatches were cool. In the did you 70s. hear? Did you hear these calls I got earlier? No, these I was voicemails? just uh, my car, the the radio. I was listening to I was listening to uh, soft jazz. You mean Kenny smooth G. jazz? No, this is soft, like a Dairy Queen ice cream cone. Well, here I'll play these calls for you. They're very upsetting. They ruined what my calls. They ruined my day. Is some alderman accusing you of using of publicly defecating? I don't know. I don't know who these were. Here, there's three of them that I got. They're anonymous calls. They're they're numbers. I couldn't trace them. I don't know who you think you're fooling over there, Matt Connerton, but we got you. We know you're the Creamland pooper. We got you. Is that Peter End White? Of message. Next message. I don't know. You know. Sending me to your voicemail is not going to change anything, Connerton. It's I know Dave you Ridley. are the Creamland pooper. End of message. That's Next Dave message. Ridley. Yes. This is Bob. Oh, don't tell me Bob's back. You evacuate. Bob. 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 Creamland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Creamland pooper. End of message. It's humid, sweaty, and sticky. Summer can be really uncomfortable. But we're actually talking about your mattress. Don't worry, though. Nectar's Nectar Tech cooling technology helps you sleep cool on hot summer nights. Plus, every mattress includes a one-year trial, forever warranty, and free shipping. With $200 off, prices start at only $399. And get $499 of premium accessories, including pillows, sheets, and a mattress protector this summer. So chill out and visit Nectarsleep.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. <laughs> I wonder who that was. You laugh just like that guy. That's just because you've got the wrong, the filter on me. Mm, yeah, right. I'm actually a soprano. Uh-huh. Alto, whatever the hell. Sure. Tanner. Yeah. Not a baritone. Well, Jolar sent me the link. Jolar is a cream lamp no, pooper? No. Oh, I my never, goodness. I would never have thought no, Joe, I but he, he does like no. his clams. No, no. He sent me the link from a certain alderman that uh, that the, the, the pooper has been found. If we only the pooper's, had... The pooper's been popped. We only had the clam king on the west side, but then again, we have Nova Viata, which is an excellent Mexican place. No, oh. But uh, clam king had great clams. 
I uh, I had been to Clam King. You did. You were. <laughs> yeah, with Norm. Norm, way, way back, way back in another life. Or did you? Seems like it. Were Were you two on the pleasure saucer? You know, I've transversing never, time. And never, dimensions. Uh, never been to the pleasure saucer with Norm. Uh, for the record, you never went down in the pleasure saucer. No. Okay. But uh, uh, do you ever get up on the pleasure saucer? No. No, but when Norm, when I was Norm's get co-host, down, get down. when it was Norm Psychic World, and for a while we were on Wednesday mornings from ten to noon, and then we'd go out for lunch afterward. And, Wasn't it always? Uh, no, it was Norman Friends. I remember Norm Psychic World. It was Norm Psychic World before it was Norman Friends. Nor- Norm Psychic World. That's a great title. He wanted to get rid of the psychic because sometimes we would go an entire show without uh, him doing a single reading. I, I suggest Matt Connerton's physics show. You know what a physic is? No. It's like X-lax. Why? It's an old term before World War II for take a physic to move your bowels. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm, my bowels are fine. Cream, I don't know why you're so concerned. Is it dreamland? Creamland. Yeah. It's a dreamland. But anyway. Punch your cheeks together. We don't have a crapper. So well, what happened? Well, they don't. What do you mean? You and Norm... Publicly made a nuisance of yourself at uh, the Clam King on the West Side. No, well he would sometimes because he wasn't always nice to uh, servers back then. But he never because uh, he wanted always. He always used facilities when he had to. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. They were in the back. But he, I'll, I'll tell you a quirk about Norm. He likes his food all on separate plates. He doesn't want any of his food touching. Oh, I remember you telling yeah. me that story privately. Yeah. So he'd get mad. Because uh, he I, asked for them to do that. Right, and then if they forgot, he'd get upset. Some people are like that. Mm-hmm. Me, I throw, I don't care, I throw it all together. But there's certain things you don't want uh, together. Yeah. 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 You know, you don't want any rutabagas in your uh, mar- margarita, for instance. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mike- Olives and scotch. Michael Albert says, Joe Kelly is butt man. Um... <laughs> Uh, is this the, but, uh, uh, yes, we don't talk about city politics for obvious reasons. (laughs) It's beyond us at it's, it's beyond Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, did, did you want to, uh, no, you had texted me earlier about something about a billboard happened yet. Okay. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened yet. I'll tell you when it does. All right. Well, good. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. And, a potty uh, break? Maybe. Why? Why are you I so have concerned? A well, there's a bathroom key. You know that's only for the humans, Matt. I pass. Oh, uh, Michael Albert says uh, Joe Kelly put up a hundred dollars of his ambulance. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm. <laughs> I'm not gonna read that on the show. Did Michael, Joe, ba- Joe but, bailed you out? But that is, but that is funny. That that's a that's a funny comment. I just don't want to read it on the show because we don't we don't speak directly of uh, public uh, a local local Manchester based uh, politicians here on this program. But, but we that, don't. But but that is a that is a very funny comment. Okay, we'll be right back. I'm on my Bluetooth. I'm j- I'm pulling into um, Ghetto Basket right now. 
Oh my God! You have you hear that Matt's been accused of being the mad uh, crapper of Manchester? It's, it's, it was terribly distressing. Fortunately, it turns out they caught the person who did it. So I have been vindicated. I guess Joe. What ca- happened? They caught the uh, the Creamland pooper. She has been caught. People were thinking. It was what is the cream? Go, go what, ahead. What what is all this anyway? The Creamland pooper. She she pooped uh uh in front of the front door of Creamland. Creamland. Oh, the uh, the ice cream joint over by the uh, baseball place. Yeah, they, nah, they some soft serve. Yeah, some soft serve. Yes, chocolate. But they caught her. She has been caught, and I have been vindicated because I had I was getting these voicemails from people. Paul Cormier. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is in the news. Somebody dropped a deuce at Creamland. Yes. Yes. And but for our, one of your intrepid clients, Joe Kelly, she might have gone. Uncaught, and that might You're be still living in shame. Not even close to your mic. I'm not. No. <laughs> wow, well, Paul. There we go. That's but better. for the intrepid detective work <laughs> of one of your clients, Joe Kelly, the girl might not have been caught who laid the deuce at Creamland, and Matt Connerton might still be toiling under a clod of shame as the Creamland pooper. It's been a very stressful day. Did they, uh, did, what was it, somebody who did it like overnight or during business hours while they were online waiting for a cone? I mean, <laughs> how did this happen? I'm a little unclear on that. Apparently it was not a customer, so I assume it was overnight. They got a picture of her buns. Yes, yes. You're really far from your mic again. Oh, they got a picture <laughs> of her buns. Yes. I guess the tattoo. Somebody got a picture of her doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was the tattoo that gave her away. Sexy, huh? If you're into that. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the only word for it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. She besmirched Creamland's reputation more than Matt has done. That's right. Or Easy G. Or Easy G, yes. Well, that that I can tell you right now, that will definitely not be going in one of my... Manchester videos. <laughs> oh, Michael Albert says it was caught on video, and now Creamland. Oh, and Creamland is closed for the season. Oh, Thank well, God they close early. Uh, Michael also said it better it be soft serve than Rocky Road. <laughs> uh, I would have to agree. Yes. Was Easy G ever a suspect? Uh probably. Well, you know, well, I, he is very masculine, and they did fire him. Probably. Have you ever seen his buttocks? I haven't. He's never dropped trial here in the studio? No, but I assume it's rock hard. Rock uh, hard buttocks. Well, a woman doesn't have rock hard buttocks. No. no. Well, she shouldn't. N- not really. Yeah. I hope not. What do you think, Paul Cormier? Easy G and Priscilla were trying to get those two crazy kids together. As a couple? Yes. No, I don't think they make a cute couple. No? Uh, did no, you... I think me. I think me and Priscilla make a cute couple, actually. Oh, you might have to fight Easy G for her. But you didn't hear me say that. No. Anyway, yeah, I think uh, I think Priscilla and uh, Easy G make an adorable couple. There you go. Yes, yes. Did you hear them together on the morning show? The chemistry was um, was remarkable. Sparks. Were no, fine. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I oh, was uh, getting boy. ready for work. Why are they in love or something? Blubber. Well, uh, not yet. But uh, was he blubbering again? He was. Yeah, stammering like a schoolboy. Yes. And then apparently 
Easy G called here earlier. Apparently, he went down. He went down? to uh, visit her. To visit her <laughs> vi- on radio. To, to to visit her at work. Oh, <laughs> to visit her at work. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So Easy G has already got like a like a little crush on her or something. I or? think so. Again. I think so. Yes. He's putting the moves. Oh, Michael Albert says Easy G has a thing for Amanda, referring to Amanda McCarthy, of course. Well, that's that's true. Well, but yeah. Is that the Free Stater up in the Concord, the State House? No, Amanda's a singer-songwriter. Uh, she's um, Oh, I thought that's who we were talking about. Priscilla's the actress. Correct. I Correct. was on, uh, yeah, the last time I was on the morning show, she was on. Didn't yes. He, isn't that the one that he cried over, Amanda? Amanda McCarthy, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> there it is, yes. <laughs> Sounds like he has typhus. Probably he's cry- he's like I don't know why you know I have typhus. I, I, I'm almost jealous of that because you know what I've been a DJ ever since. You know what? If you even want to count the unprofessional years, I've been a DJ since I was probably six years old. And when I say six years old, I'm talking about taking my old Mickey Mouse record players and putting them side by side and using all my Bobby Sherman records and all that other crap when I was a kid and going side by side and impressing all my friends, right? And I love music that much. And I have never, ever, and I still do to this day, and I have never, ever, ever, ever cried over a musician in my life. I've never gotten that emotional. So I'm almost jealous of having that feeling Mm -hmm. where I'm going to cry over watching somebody play in front of me like that you yeah. know what i mean oh I'm totally jealous. totally yeah to, to be that moved i by cried music. At, right. i cried at the movies you, mm, well. you know what like if paul stanley was in front of you right now singing your favorite kiss tune would you start blubbering like a like a freak no i uh i i know <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't. I, I, I definitely don't think I would. I'm not a crier, though. And you're either. not secure in your masculinity like Easy G is. That's true. Easy G can let it all hang out emotionally. But literally. Yes, yes. I am a crier. And I, you know what? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't cry. I wouldn't, I, I don't know. I, I wish I could. And I'm trying to think of a female musician that would sing in front of me. And uh, even if she was singing about my dead mother, I don't know that I could. Pull it off. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I can't, you know. Paul, your mother's dead now. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I couldn't do it. Michael Alvarez says singing Beth, referring to uh, Paul, oh, Paul that, Stanley. Well, that was written by Peter Chris, yes. Right. We, but if, we don't but, mention that. But I think if Paul, if Paul sang it, though, I think I would cry, actually. That was number seven on the chart. Yeah. Was highest, big, uh, big hit. Got. Big, big hit. Yes. What if he sang Matt? Matt, I hear you come. Oh, I would def- then I would cry. Uh, Michael says Sarah McLaughlin. Would Sarah McLaughlin make you cry? Like, uh, like if she was singing about the animals? Like Sarah McLaughlin singing about the animals who need help? All right. Well, listen, I got to tell you, the Sarah McLaughlin commercials well, used what, to destroy yeah. my entire day. Right. I used to like, okay, great. Thanks, Sarah. You know, that used to make me, used to make me upset. I don't even know if I cried, but no, her, her music didn't make me cry. No, I can't cry it. No, no, I can't. Uh It hasn't, but there are some songs actually, you know what? I, yeah. Okay. There are some songs that 
have brought me to tears now that I mention it. Like what? I, I can't think off the top of my head. There is... Yeah. What's are there songs that have ever made you guys cry? I'm, Not musicians, but songs. I'm trying. I was trying to think. I I uh, the only uh, I cry at the movie The Natural, which is about baseball. <laughs> really, that's true. But not much uh, songs that I can think of. Okay, I think I have one when uh, in the Sound of Music. When yeah. when uh, <laughs> no no when when. When Christopher Plummer, no, for real. When Christopher Plummer sings, uh, Edelweiss. yeah, is that how you say it? I don't know. Edelweiss. How, how did you say it? I don't know. I can't pronounce anything. Okay. I can't even pronounce English. I think You're asking me about German. I think it's Edelweiss. Uh, <laughs> Edelweiss. And, and, and he starts and he starts choking up a little bit. I I actually have have choked up a little bit at that as well. Oh, you see, there's a song that makes me cry and i can't remember what it is so you see it probably doesn't even make me cry now that i think of it so michael is uh asking uh maybe the macarena or maybe that makes him cry <laughs> that's a song i know <laughs> that was before 1991 yeah. or was it that song makes everybody cry yeah yeah it was pretty awful oh, it was well. it was <laughs> yeah. yes plus it's all in spanish who even knows the words at least it sounds like it's in people Spanish. People that can speak Spanish. Right. But but people that can actually speak Spanish probably have no use for that song. You know, I that's, can't... That's the irony of it. I can't <laughs> understand sung lyrics. Yeah. Well, a lot of people uh, get lyrics wrong. Oh, but it's most, the majority of them. Hmm. Yeah. On a lot of songs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is funny how you misinterpret lyrics. Yes, yes. All right. I cry. I cry at movies and sitcoms. I'm a. I'm, I'm normal. <laughs> well, um, like I said, I actually do cry at the natural. This is about somebody that gets a second chance, and you know, the love of his life pops up again in the movie. Yeah, and it's so well done. The craftsmanship, and it just gets me here, and my uh, my tears missed up every. And I watch it all the time. Yeah, I think I teared up at the series finale of Mash. <laughs> Why? Huh. Did yeah, somebody get too. killed? Yeah. I did too. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody dies. It's I, just very, uh, it's just uh, the way it was done. Yeah. Yeah, when they all say goodbye, man. I mean, there, and there are several different episodes of MASH where I, uh, balled my brains out. Not just, uh, the, not just the final episode. Or, um, all right. I, oh, you gotta go. I gotta roll, guys. All I right. gotta talk. I'll talk to you later. All right, Paul. Thank you for the call. All right. All right. Bye-bye. You know I don't approve of MASH, the uh, TV show. Yeah. It's the you, earnest liberalism. Of Alan Alda. I remember you talking well, about that before. Well, the whole show is earnest liberalism. Okay. Because I just remember before you singled out Alan Alda specifically well, as uh, yeah. an example of earnest liberalism. Not that, that I'm against you. him. He made some good movies himself. He was a fairly uh, good director. He made a couple good movies. I always liked him. But it's just the earnestness when they'd have the uh, themed shows. <laughs> yes, yes. Which they got into more later in the series. That yeah, was sick after uh, BJ shows up. Who we need to get on our sh your show, by the way. Yes, the great Mike Farrell, who now does we'll a lot of good that. work in, in other areas. He's part of the military religious freedom. Project. Yep, yep. And, of course, uh, part of the Innocence Project as well. Which Working, really working against the death penalty, that. yeah. That's yeah. very shocked. Yeah. So, no, geez, I would love to talk to him, absolutely. Um, would you cry if he was here and talked to you? I don't think I would cry, no. If he took his shirt off. Why, why, why would he take his shirt off? 
don't know. You and, seem to be a, you seem to be get all a gaga over Easy G when he starts well, flexing. Look, the dude's got rippling muscles. I and mean, rippling uh, buttocks apparently. Yes, I mean, you know, in those short shorts. I mean, I'm firmly heterosexual, but I got to tell you, when firmly, you, firmly, not hardly, but firmly, firmly. Yeah, oh, God. But I, I got to say, when he starts flexing, you know, I feel a little, you know, like I, I get it. You know what I mean? But he needs to not flex for me. He needs to flex for uh, Priscilla, his love interest. Priscilla has broken up with her boyfriend. But it sounds like uh, Paul Cormier also has his. He's got his mindset on her. See what I did there? Remember that song? That was a big hit. Was that from uh, Small Wonder? No, that's George the TV Har- show? George Harrison. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. From the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in downtown Manchester, New Hampshire, you are tuned in to the best of Matt Connerton Unleashed. Uh, hello, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Uh, this is Ivan uh, Dyakov. Uh, I'm calling from Kiev, watching uh, your shows uh, many days now. Oh my goodness! What is your uh, What is your first name, sir? What do I call you? Ivan. Ivan. Yes. Did you happen to hear Ivan yesterday? Uh, John Hopwood was here, and we did a uh, a performance of the transcript of the phone call between our president and your president. John Hopwood played your president and really threw himself into the role. Yes, yes, I hear, I hear, uh, we hear it in uh, Kiev, we hear it all time, we hear that many, many times. Yes, yes. D- did he Did he sound like your president? Well, it wasn't funny, you know, our president got elected because he's very, very funny. Yes. And uh, he's making joke uh, with uh, your president, uh, Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah, your your president is an actual uh, successful actor and comedian. Yes, yeah, so it's, uh, everything's all mixed up now uh, in uh, Kiev. Uh, we're very upset, big scandal, not getting the weapons. We need the weapons, and uh, Trump is going to give us our weapons when... We cooperate. It's very clear. It's a deal. Right, right. Nothing untoward about it. Uh, nothing illegal. It's just uh, good old-fashioned quid pro quo. Well, no, I mean, it's not that, but it's just, like you said, it's a deal. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Oh. What's wrong with a deal? It's clear. Uh, Trump, he needs a little help. He has a favor. A favor, a simple favor, and it gets all blown up on the TV. Yes, it's it's very upsetting. Uh, so, uh, are uh, are people supportive of your uh, your president uh, Zelensky, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, and how he handled that phone call? He seemed to be very deferential uh, to our president. Well, we need something. You know, we need something from uh, President Trump. Uh, we want to get it, and uh, we're going to give him what he wants, uh, information. Yes, yes. All right. Well, that's very good. And there- Nothing wrong. No pressure. No pressure at all. Nothing. Yet. Zero. Right, right. 
But do you think uh, do you think there is information to give him? I mean, uh, isn't the whole Biden thing uh, kind of a conspiracy theory? Wake up, wake up, Matt, wake up, oh. Mister Biden, politician, right? Mm. They lie. Yes, that's true. Uh, so, uh, Mister, uh, we have uh, we have people behind the scene in Ukraine. They're running things, and we got uh, the president. He's the face of Ukraine. Right, right, and very so behind the scene. They give Mr. Biden's son a job. <laughs> give him a job. paid. Yes, yes. Try to get influence with uh, uh, the United States because we need to protect ourselves. You know, you you told us many years ago, you, not you personally, oh, okay. not right. you personal, but you, country, Protect us. You take away our nuclear weapons, and uh, you say you protect uh, Ukraine. Yes, yes. Well, but it didn't happen. Right. Well, President Obama did not want to. Uh, didn't really uh, want to help Ukraine uh, militarily, but but uh, President Trump uh, to the rescue. Am I right, Yvonne? Uh, Is that how you say your name? Ivan, 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 yes. E-V-A-N, Ivan. Oh. Maybe you say different. Maybe you say Ivan. Oh. Here we say Ivan. Yes, I-V-A-N, Ivan? Ivan. Ivan. Dyakov, that's me. <laughs> right, yes. What's your last name, Dyakov? Dyakov. Dyakov. Okay. That you don't pronounce correctly, but uh, it's okay. You're, you're, you're Americano. We forgive you for that, but yes. we need those uh, tank busters. We need that from uh, Sir Trump. Yes. And, uh, and we give him information. It's a straight deal. We understand this is how business go in Ukraine, everywhere. Russia, Ukraine. Uh, actually, same country, <laughs> you know, uh, many of my relatives, they're, they're from uh, Leningrad, Stalingrad, ah. Moscow, yes. everywhere. Yes, yes. Same thing, Ukraine, Russia, same country. Now, is uh, is President Trump, I would imagine he's probably very popular in Ukraine because of the uh, assistance that he's offered, correct? He get more popular when we get the tank busters. Yes, yes. We need the tank busters, so we send our president, face of Ukraine, to talk with Sir Donald Trump. Yes, yes. Hey, okay. Uh, what about I don't see the problem. It's no. a big mess now in the United <laughs> States. So what's that about? Well, that... explain that to me. Well, there there may be uh, an issue, uh, Ivan, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, because uh, it is uh, by the interpretation of some in the United States, uh, you cannot, uh, well, two things, you, you cannot ask a foreign power for assistance in your election. So uh, because uh, Mr. Biden is a uh, potential... Uh, opponent of our president uh it's it's really not uh 
you know, a, a good idea. Why not? For our president to be soliciting help from, from your government. Well, it's uh, it's kind of illegal, uh, Yvonne. So that's one issue. And the not other- here. Not, not in Kiev. It, it's not uh, illegal. I, it's, it's the way business get done. Yes, yes, of course, of course. And I would imagine uh, throughout Russia as well, in addition to... Uh, to Ukraine, I would imagine it's... Uh, not just Ukraine, not right. just Russia. Everywhere. Yeah, You yes. think no president ever tell another president, hey, listen, we need a favor. Right, right. You give favor, we help you out. It's very clear. Well, that's, Very legal. That's the other issue, though, Ivan. Our laws are a little more strict here. So there can't really be a quid pro quo where our president says, we'll do this for you, but first your president has to do us this favor. That also is frowned upon. There are different interpretations of, uh, of how that works and, and how, uh, how sticky a widget that may be, uh, to use, uh, an American colloquialism that you're probably not familiar with in Ukraine. But uh, I think that uh, I, I think that that's really the, the crux of the issue here, uh, Ivan. But uh, you know, Matt. Yes. I think uh, you know you play funny song about Ukraine, but uh, we know that song here. It's about cocaine. Maybe you using too much uh, cocaine up your nose to not understand how business gets conducted. Yeah, you you got to give something to get something. It's a transaction. Right. The United States know that very well. Yes. Well, boy, that's for sure. And one hand washes the other, correct? I mean, that's a colloquialism that I think everyone knows uh, globally. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand impeachment. Uh, big mess in Congress. Yeah, Trump tried to help our country out we need the help and then we're going to give him what he needs to stay in power right. nothing wrong with that right well, well you know I, I mean again uh we are a nation of laws uh even uh, <coughs> nation of laws no. schmoz dawes stupid deal stupid you know your 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 fake news is messing everything up it's messing everything up, and, and you're watching too much. You're watching yeah, the, 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 the CNN. You should be watching uh, news in, uh, in Ukraine. Then you understand. We what? got the big bear uh, uh, in our butt, you know, taking a piece of our country. It's crazy, so we need the tank busters, and we make a deal uh, I don't understand the big commotion uh, with the Democrats and uh, uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post. They th- you know, they think they, they got a big elephant. Right. But it's just a tiny little mouse. It's a little deal. You know, you, you need to clean up uh, your, your opinions about what's going on in Ukraine. We're, very, we're a country. We do our best. We're trying to make a deal. We send over our president, and now look. Look at the big mess. They think they got something. They got nothing. They got nothing. Zero. 
Well, do you uh, do you really believe that the uh, the uh, the bear is at the door, uh, so to speak? Do you, do you feel that you're in danger from uh, being bear invaded? Bear at the door? Are you kidding? Is this a joke? Well, I mean, they're up our butt. You yeah, know, they I... take a big chunk of Ukraine. Right. And you 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 play a funny song. Da 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 da. Ukraine, you know, you pay. It's no joke. Right, right. We need the tank busters, and and we need your help. Right. Well, uh, you know, I I think that uh, I think that our president will uh, come through for you just fine. You know, of I mean, course. he's uh, of course he'll come through. Yeah. Thank thank you very much for talking. I just wanted to tell you uh, opinion from Ukraine, so you understand well what's really happening on the ground. Uh, they're taking our country away. We need we need a little help, so we're going to give uh, President Trump what he needs to stay in office. He's doing great job, great job. Yes, yes, he's he's making America great again, and perhaps he'll help uh, help you to make Ukraine great again as well. Yeah, uh, hope hope we hope we hope that too. Yes. We hope that too. And uh, maybe uh, Ukraine become uh, the fifty-first state of America. We could we could annex you. I mean, you know, uh, we'll we'll have to let. No, Russia... we don't like. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you bundle your renters and auto insurance with Progressive, you could save money. But it doesn't cover any terrible memories living rent-free in your head. Remember when one of your best players got injured, but not like on a play or anything? He got injured celebrating a play? And it's not like it was a game-winning play or in the playoffs. And he was out the rest of the season because he was injured while celebrating? Yeah. Sorry, we can't save you from that memory. But we could save you money bundling your renters and auto insurance with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Renters insurance and bundle discount not available in all states or situations.